Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is May 17th, 2022. Um, I know I'm coming at you a little early, but I figured I'd do a little bit of a bonus episode and kind of go over a little bit of the leftovers I missed from last week. Like I said, there really was a ton of news and, uh, you know, I gave you a little quick summary at the very end, but I was like, oh, there's still more. And like some of these are like kind of big. So I was like, yeah, let's just run through them. Uh, so we can start. Uh, I got one from the Associated Press. Uh, this is a story that started off last week and Thursday uh, from North Korea. Uh, we'll go off the title. Uh, North Korea reports another surge, another fever surge amid COVID-19 crisis. Um, so essentially, uh, long short in this article and just in general what's been kind of going on, uh, North Korea went from saying pretty much nothing about COVID, saying, like, hey, we're not dealing with that. That's not an issue for us. Like, it's not here. Um, and, I mean, no one really believed that. But, like, North Korea is, like, very isolated. So it's, like, maybe they're able to handle it. Maybe things are just working out for them in a way. Okay. But um, Kim Jong-un, um, or at least, I guess, North Korea as a whole, has come out because he hasn't, like, actually said this, you know, from his own mouth, but um, have said, you know, hey, like, we actually have COVID in our, you know, in our um, country, and not only that, we are having issues dealing with it, uh, which is a big thing because, I mean, they've gone as far as to decline um, COVID-19 assistance in terms of vaccines and stuff like that. Um, they've just declined it from uh, China and also, I believe i'm uh yeah uh, south korea yeah i wanted to say america but then i kind of was like well south korea america it's kind of like a handheld situation but no it was uh south korea um so i mean it kind of remains to be seen um what is gonna like come of this announcement um i mean obviously covid is still an issue worldwide um I know a lot of people would like to think that we're in the endemic state, but I mean, people are still getting it. Cases are still high in, you know, certain areas for sure. Um, not to mention, it's still switching variants and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's nothing I love talking about, but it was very interesting for North Korea to kind of just come out and spill the beans like this, you know, really, you know, spill the tea. Um, they haven't, like I said, they haven't said if they want assistance or what they're going to accept what they need, but um I imagine something is going to come from this, and uh, we'll try to keep you posted there. Uh, another big one, I'd say this is the biggest one. Um, I have a few articles here. One's from The Hill. The other one is from USA Today. Uh, and I was able to get Bloomberg to work for a chance because I didn't have to subscribe. Um, not paying. Fuck a paywall. <laughs> um, but essentially, there has been a growing baby formula shortage I guess this started in November last year and it's been creeping up and then just things have been kind of happening that have really accelerated it. Uh, I think in February, Abbott, uh, which is like a baby food, baby, baby, baby formula uh, making company. And this is something I found out. There's not that many big or there's not that many corporations that like sell a bunch of baby formula. Apparently, it's a very limited thing in the States. It's a very regulated thing. There's, like, only, I think, three major companies. Um, Abbott's, like, I guess the biggest one. Um, but I guess they had a a couple of 
like babies, I guess, had a bacterial infection that they were able to trace back. So they had to do a recall. And um, I think an update that I got, like as of today, it does look like, I think like two weeks from now, they're going to open up the facility in Michigan, the main one that was closed since this happened. Um, And they're going to get back to it. Um, I know though, I have friends though who have newborn babies and they, you know, require the formula and, you know, they're having to do everything and then some to try to find what they can. Um, you know, a lot of shelves are out, um, you know, trying to get it online is very hard. I've heard, um, also just if you can find it from like locals or people trying to get together, you have to worry potentially about people trying to price gouge. Um, so, I mean, it's a really wild situation. Um, Trying to think if I have anything else to add here. Um, yeah, the main facility, though, is in Sturgis, Michigan. Jeez. Um, yeah. It says, as of May 8th, this is from reading from like the Bloomberg article, uh, 43% of formula was out of stock at retailers nationwide, up from 31% about a month ago and around 11% in November. Um, and that's according to data for or data assembly. Um, so, I mean, definitely, you know, keep you posted. I imagine, oh, also too, something I didn't add, um, also, sorry if I'm missing stuff, I'm tired, it's the end of my work day, um, but, um, I think we're gonna try other channels, like, like, worldwide, so we're gonna hopefully try to source some more baby formula, like, foreign baby formula, um, but I'm sure there's going to be some stipulations, some things they're going to want to make sure is up to snuff. One thing I kind of read that I saw, um, like all the labels have to be in English. And at first I was like, oh, wow, that doesn't mean like snooty. But I also get like, if you're giving this to parents and stuff like that, um, you know, they're going to have to need to know what this is, you know? Um, also too, another thing I kind of saw, there was like, I saw like Bette Midler over the weekend or week last week. She was talking shit. She's like, well, you know, you can always use breast milk. And it's just like, it's such a, just a deluded, like, just entitled thing to say. Because there's so many reasons. There's a plethora of reasons on why um, people just can't, you know, yield breast milk. You know what I mean? Like, there's adoption situations. There's situations where, the you know, there might be, like, latching issues or there might be... Like, hey, we just literally don't have the time of the day. I'm a working parent in, like, a single situation. I don't, like, and it shouldn't even have to get this anecdotal. Like, you should just use your head and realize if they had that option, they would do that for their child. These are people who are, you know, this is their kid. This is their family. Like, you know, it's not like they just don't care. It's not like they're trying to do this on principle. Like, it's it's so weird that people are trying to, like, use this as um, some kind of, like, talking point. Um... Also, this is kind of surreal for me because, I mean, last year I was learning kind of the opposite end, hearing like places like Nestle, I guess, which I think is like an umbrella corporation for another baby formula or they were for a time. I'm not sure. Um, at least I'm kind of grabbing this from memory. But essentially they were trying to get women in um, other countries like like South American countries um, and just other impoverished countries to use baby formula over um even like breastfeeding so they had the ability to in these situations but they were like trying to provide like 
um, baby formula to hospitals and like telling nurses like you really should push this. This is really good for the baby. Da 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 da. You should tell them this, tell them that. Like they're really moving all this just to sell some units. And it's like hold the fuck up. We don't need to do all that. So that's a completely other story. I don't know why I felt the need to bring it up, but we're talking about baby formula, and this is just the stuff that I know, and I'm spitting it out to you. <laughs> that's how this works. Um, let's see. I got another story. Um, like I said, uh, I've said this before. i say it again. Trying to cover shootings. But these were some interesting ones. Uh, obviously, we covered the main one from the Buffalo situation at Top Supermarket. Um, but there are a couple others that came out over the weekend uh also i mean there's still some that are on the cutting floor i believe there was like something in like milwaukee or minnesota i think it was milwaukee um i mean it's just wild out there but um i got this from los angeles times uh laguna woods shooting was a hate crime targeting taiwanese people sheriff says um long short here uh there was a shooting that killed one person and injured five at a Taiwanese church in Laguna Woods. Um, I initially heard that and was like, okay, wow. Uh, They didn't have too many details, but I was listening to some podcasts and found out that apparently this was a hate crime and the hate, like what it was like deriving from was from a man who I believe um, he goes, he goes by the name of David Winway Chow, uh, 68 years old of Las Vegas, um, he had left notes in Chinese in his car, kind of saying why, like, what he, what this was about, um, and he said he did not believe Taiwan should be an independent, should be independent from China, um, and I guess essentially that was his motivation for doing what he did, he proceeds to go into the church, he starts locking, like, doors and stuff, he starts trying to nail, like, a thing down and i mean this is like a church in the congregation i think at the time was like i think 140 people were in there it was like in the middle of their lunch but they thought he was like security so they kind of were just like confused on what he was doing with like i guess he's just kind of like making sure things are locked up and okay um but then he comes in you know with his weapon and um okay i guess he has like two firearms uh both nine millimeter sub-automatic pistols um, and I think he also had like bullets too. So he comes into the lunchroom area or whatever. And, um, the doctor who, the person who was killed, I should be able to find his name here. Uh, John Chen, he was 52 years old. Um, he, you know, tackles a suspect and he tries to disarm him. And, um, he shot in the process of doing that. Um, then like people like get up, they scatter a little bit, you know, but then there's also a group of, uh, led by the pastor, and the pastor comes up with, like, a chair, hits him, they, you know, tussle with him, and they tie him up with, like, electrical cord, electrical cable, um, which I imagine is a very harrowing situation. This is a church of people who are, like, older people, um, like, John Shin, the, the victim, he was, like, I believe, like, the youngest person involved in terms of, like, the victim who was, like, shot, you know, injured, um, so this is like an elderly kind of function situation. Uh, obviously I said the, the David guy, he was like 68. So, I mean, just a lot of craziness, a lot of like, I could imagine at my age dealing with a high stress situation that is a shooting. 
Um, so like some people ran to the kitchen, you know, like I said, some people just kind of scattered and like I said, other people, you know, helped and did some, you know, heroic stuff. So good that that got wrapped up. Um, sad that that happened. Um, I think I heard some more details. Once again, I'm a little bit fuzzy on it, on like some of his motivations, but just the whole one China thing. Um, it is a, a big talking point. Obviously, the Taiwanese believe in their independence. They believe they are free from China. We've talked about that before in previous episodes. Uh, China is fighting for a one-China policy. They believe that Taiwan, Taiwan, even though it's an island, it is an island, a part of China. So it should be represented as such. Uh, that is a conflict of a lot of diversity. People were wondering with the invasion if, if China was going to make a move for Taiwan now. They didn't, but um. So yeah, I mean, definitely a big reveal there. Sad to see another hate crime. Um, also, uh, the last big story I have before you like get to the little levity. Um, I got this from ABC News. Uh, this was the other shooting I wanted to talk about. Uh, suspect identified in Dallas salon shooting as FBI opens hate crime investigation. Um. So. I was happy to find out that the three women who were um, shot, they weren't killed in the situation. So that was good. There was no like fatal injuries. Um, But apparently I think the man was Jeremy Smith, 36 years old. Um, He came in and he... Or he either shot from the store. No, yeah, I think he came in and then walked back out because there's footage of him walking with, like, this automatic rifle. Um, And um, he shot a customer. He shot an employee. And he shot the owner. Um, And then ran back out. Um, Like I said, they got him on camera. They were able to apprehend him. Uh, And apparently, I guess this stems from an accident that he had. Uh, there was like a motor vehicle incident that he had with an Asian male two years ago. And I guess he just left this whole grudge just, just build and 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 build build until it became more than that. Um, and I know that maybe this is like fucked up and prejudicial to me. I was reading, 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 and I was like, oh man, this is some like crazy white people behavior. That that's what my brain was saying. Found out, though, this was a black man. And I was like, oh, shit, wow. Like, And it, it's just one of those things where it does go to show that you can let a situation affect you in a really rotten, negative way. And you simmer on it. You brood on it. You don't, you don't work on these situations. And also something I found out, and this is a, a knockback to the other episode, uh, the Peter Gindron guy. I'm already, like, forgetting his name, which I'm glad. But um, apparently, I think he had a black girlfriend. Uh, that's that's not something I'm I'm tying to any kind of source. But I think I I saw that in some kind of article that I didn't read. But once again, it's just crazy how these things can kind of come up. Because next thing you know, you get hurt, you get um, your heart broke, you know, or whatever. It's crazy what these kind of things do to you. Or you'll just turn a situation into something and you make it about race. Um, It's so sad to see that happen. Um, Also, apparently, too, this was maybe an escalation for him. I think it was reported, like, I think, like, about a month or so ago. He had driven past, like, a couple of salons and was, like, popping shots. Uh, It was reported, I believe, in this article. So, 
really crazy situation. Also, you know, on the back, I mean, one of our early articles was about the one guy who went and was just like shooting up salons because, or massage parlors, this is massage parlors, because he had these sexual urges and he felt the only way to control them was to hurt others, like by shooting others. And he like pretty much targeted Asian salon, Asian parlors and was just shooting them up. Crazy shit. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the bummer shit. We wanted to cover that. That's the big chunks. I'll keep you posted for sure. This is the new shit. Um, I kind of caught this. I think it was, uh, yeah, I caught this yesterday, uh, today. Um, we're going to take our classic little break before I finish it here. You know. Ooh. Oh, actually, since you're so patient, I'll tell you my dinner tonight. Um, I had burger, two hot dogs, and my burger, cheeseburger, always cheeseburger. Um, two hot dogs, and tots, and fish sticks. That's right, I like fish sticks. I'm a fish stick eater, and I don't care what the implication is, okay? All right? <laughs> um, all right, let's put some lipstick on this pig and call it a day um got this from axios um heard this from the little rumor mill though like uh, i think the independent was the first uh, article i read about it um but trump partially restricts himself from using twitter huh what a weird sentence right i thought we said he wasn't coming back right he had he blatantly said it um now and, and granted too um we also talked about last episode Elon Musk is uh, got it on hold. You know, he's waiting to figure out how many spam bots there are. Um, but he means it. He's going to get it. And when he gets it, he's going to allow Donald Trump to come back. Last where we left it, though, Donald Trump's like, I'm good. I got truth.org. I don't need it. Um, but we know. We knew. We knew the man with the golden dumper was not going to stay gone from the bird app. We knew. Um Essentially, kind of Axios kind of gives you a little bit of a, honestly, all steak. You know, love it. I love a good, quick, you know, article. You can just zoom through it. Um, But essentially, he's going to be allowing himself to get on um, Twitter to kind of do, like, political stuff. So, like, hey, get out and vote. Hey, um you know, here's the rally, da-da-da-da-da, like, just, like, important stuff he can post on both things, but he's supposed to keep the bangers on Truth, you know, social app, um, so we'll see how it goes, I think it's, it's murky enough, his little guidelines that he has for himself and his little deal, he can probably get away with doing both, um, but we'll see if it even matters. I mean, honestly, we don't even know if, you know, Elon Musk is going to fully go through with it. I mean, it's going to take months, yada, yada, yada. We'll see. But, um, you know, we love a little bit of social Twitter drama, right? Um, at least I'm so sick of communities fighting on, on Twitter, man. I will say I see it all the time about the, the biggest things, the smallest things. I mean, and that's all social media, of course. But, I mean, man, it gets real intimate on Twitter. I will say that. Um, on that note, I will leave you, um, you know, I got a Patreon, that's patreon.com slash Isaiah News, 
Um, any donation helps. Uh, you start with a dollar. Uh, $5 gets you a little bundle. It gets you the shout-out. gets you the Discord access. Um, and uh, that's always good, right? Uh, then I got the Gmail. That's Isaiah News 1. If you wanted to send me the dry, freeway, uh, feedback, whatever. Um, thanks for sticking around. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Hopefully your week's going great. And um, I will see you on the weekend, I hope, of course, with some good news. Uh, love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.